0: All right. Okay. Three, two, one, go. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into episode 13 of Just Four Chirps. As always, I'm Seth Whitehouse alongside Anthony Colasuno and Chevy Blackburn. Izzy busy show today. Got a bunch of stuff going down. We broke down our entire NBA draft for you this past week. Had some head scratchers. We did get some right. I was going to clap for us a little bit. I was like, I didn't think we're going to get a single damn one right, but we got a couple in there that, that no one was looking at. Had our whole NBA draft for you this past week, though. NBA draft went down we're kind of feeling like it went as expected. There were some head scratchers as well, and some big things um, where teams moved in and out. But we're going to break down everything for you of the NBA draft. Have our biggest reaches, biggest steals, biggest what the hell are we doing here? I don't I don't know what, what we're going to call them. Um, we'll have full <laughs> NBA draft coverage for you. Um, recapping it all. Then we'll have some baseball stuff we're going to talk about. And a bunch more. But to get us started tonight, we got to go with some of our local news as we always do. Our boy down there at SUU, Mr. Tevian Jones, did not get drafted. Chevy, you were calling for him to get drafted at 50, 55 to the Pacers. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, because he had to work out with them and, you know, just the number added up. True,
0: it did. 55. Oh. Calling forward to be at 55 with the Pacers. <laughs> Didn't end up going that way, but he did get signed after the draft by the New Orleans Pelicans on an exhibit. 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 I want to say exhibition. Exhibit 10 contract which is a one-year minimum salary salary NBA deal that allows the franchise to convert the contract to a two-way contract if that change is made before the start of the regular season. Uh, Tev, owned in New Orleans, really, really big news. Super happy for him. I think it might be the first NBA guy in Southern Utah men's basketball history.
1: Ooh, maybe we'd have to do some research. That's
0: that's a, that's a question. That's something we should have researched, but it's the first one in a really, really long time. And it's, it's really big for that program down there. But Tev on the Pelicans, what are you guys' instant reactions here?
2: He deserves it. I think he just definitely deserves it. And it's just, it's huge for, you know, Southern Utah. If he does, you know, if he does well enough the Summer League, he can make the uh, the Pelican... Uh, yeah, the Pelicans uh, opening day roster, it'll be huge. You know? Because that's For just going to sure. get the name of Southern Utah more around. But also, Tev's a really deserving guy. Super humble. Has a great work ethic. I think he can definitely make some noise in the NBA. For sure. Chevy?
1: Yeah, I agree with Anthony. Like, He definitely deserves it. He's Proved himself year in and year out at SUU, so it's a really it's a really good thing for him, honestly, because he's yeah. been just the go-to guy at SUU for, what, it was four years, basically?
0: Four, three, four years after transferring to Illinois, and we're really happy for him, and uh, I, I agree with both of you and have, have a lot of praise. He went to countless practices of that team. And he's one of the dudes that accepted, didn't accept anything but perfection. He was pushing guys. He was also helping dudes out when they needed it and hyping people up. Him and him and Spurgeon, all those different guys. He he's very deserving, as you said, Anthony. And really happy happy for him that he gets his go at this thing. The quick thing before we, I I have some other questions here. Favorite moments of Tev playing at SU basketball? Go.
2: Ooh. I know what,
0: I know what Anthony's is gonna be. <laughs>
2: I would say probably the four point play versus UVU. Oh, I'm surprised at the WAC tournament. I yeah. am
0: very, very surprised with you as a big one though. That I, I legit when the WAC posted their um their SUU day where they like just did all their favorite plays that SUU had.
2: Yeah.
0: I legit like watched that in Sherita's like a bajillion times.
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: I'm just, I'm just like an afternoon. It was wild. I thought, I, mean, I, I know you were thinking Pillsbury Doughboy. That, were you thinking that was what he was going to Chevy, for Anthony?
2: Yeah, I definitely thought that. I was <laughs> I, I was definitely thinking that one as well. But oh, I remember the four-point play versus UVU just more clear in my head. Like, it's just a, you know,
1: yeah. That's a, like for a sure. core memory we're going to have.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. uh
0: Do you have one, Chevy, or is that the one?
1: I would say that one, but since Anthony said that, I'd say like I think it was a st- deal by D, and then he had the dunk on Aziz after that. Tev in that Ooh, same game. Yeah, I feel like that yeah. kind of just like took all the life out of uvu
0: Oh, for sure. He just absolutely went he made Aziz
2: look mortal for <laughs> once. You know. <laughs> He is mortal. Who are we kidding?
0: Um, so we're hey, going
1: to work in the first half. Let's just he, let that be known.
0: He, he honestly did. It, it should be known out there. But those are, I agree, those are two huge moments. There's a couple at uh, Southern Utah, too. When we played UVU this past year, he kind of took over there, too. Hit a big half-court shot before halftime to really get us going and get us back into it. But we could go on and on about praising this guy. Going back to these questions, Chevy, New Orleans is a very interesting team. He's probably going to have to go into the summer league and everything. How would he fit in with New Orleans? Do you think this would be a good fit if he could figure out something to get there?
1: I feel like he can really fit anywhere just because he's so versatile. Like, Mm -hmm. if he puts his mind to it, he can be a really good defender. And also, he can score at all three levels on offense. It's just sure. becoming a little bit more efficient, I think, for that.
2: Yeah.
0: hundred percent. And Anthony, do you think he has to, that's his big thing in, in these summer league games? He really has to assert his presence as a scorer because there were some times where he did not get that chance because we had so many other mouths to feed on SUU's team. Do you think he has to show that he can be that three-dimensional type scorer in these games to get his name in there and get an advantage there?
2: Yeah, I, de- you know, I definitely think so with that, but also with the Summer League, it is everyone on those rosters has a point to prove. Mm, you, know, oh yeah. you know, and that's everyone. It doesn't matter if, you know, Victor Wembignana is there. Even though people are like, oh, he's going to be on that roster on opening day for the Spurs, he still has a point to prove. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the Summer League has a point to prove because also you have guys who are journeymen. Who, you know, five years ago went undrafted and have been journeymen on rosters and they get picked up for the summer league. Everyone has a point to prove. And I feel like if he can shine and just put himself out there into a role where he can score and just light it up in Vegas, I think he can definitely be that guy that can make the roster for the Pelicans.
0: For sure. For sure. Completely agree. That's a big point. Have to have to go. Do his thing and and work down there and i guess that's that's a pretty good segue there is all the summer games down the summer league's going to be played in vegas down there near near you anthony do you know
2: yeah yeah, i believe T-Mobile, the summer right? league is they're at, uh, T-Mobile? No, they're at the thomas and mac barrett these oh, okay. uh, basketball arena but yeah i believe they're still all all in vegas this year for the summer league so yeah that'd be cool maybe you get to go watch Maybe I should. Maybe I should.
1: Oh, I was looking at tickets for like the first game. It's just a day that I don't think I'd be able to go
0: for their first game. Would you go to their not first game?
1: I mean, I could, or it's being broadcasted on ESPN. The first game isn't. I forget. Yeah, they have like
2: they're usually broadcasted on ESPN. So I was looking
1: at it. They have for the Pelicans. They only have two of them
2: mm interesting, interesting okay'
1: because, like they're getting two and three or two and four something like that
0: mm-hmm. gotcha, 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 but make sure you guys catch tev I guess that's that's the best way to say, really super happy for him, um making history down there for for s u basketball and so excited to see what he does next down there, and hopefully he can find his way in onto the pelicans' roster so. That's pretty much all our local news. I guess now's better than ever. We should move on into n b a draft recap here, everyone. I think best way to start this, boys. Uh, did you guys feel like it lived up to all the like the draft as a whole lived up to all the predictions and hype everybody was saying? Did it feel like it went as expected like we were talking earlier, Chevy?
1: I feel like it went as expected. Like, pick-wise, mm-hmm. but definitely not, like, trade-wise. Because me and you were talking about really? that. Like, the trades, there were trades, but not ones we were expecting.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: I think I saw something that said the Celtics and another team were the only two teams to move out of the first round completely that night, which I thought was kind of kind of crazy. Biggest storylines from this, uh, obviously, Victor Wembignana. Went number one, crazy semantics going on. bunch of hit, bunch of interviews there with him. He speaks really good English, actually. I did not expect it at all. <laughs> he might sp- I speak better English than we speak. A bunch of stuff around there. Did you see the stuff in San Antonio? They're calling it Wimban Antonio now. I did not see that either. You didn't see this? No, so, I didn't. You know Marty Smith, the college football analyst on ESPN? Uh huh. He's a southern guy. He went yeah. down there and they had like a big party in, in San Antonio. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, I remember now. But uh, he got Wembiniana cut into like a haircut into the back of his head. <laughs> like, like, in the back of his head. I was like, holy shit, San Antonio. I did
2: see that and I'm like, oh. why would you do that? Why would you? Like, <laughs> like th- this man has to go do so much other stuff now. And like, that part where it showed Wembiniana is like shaved. Like, it's yeah. like. He's gonna let that grow back in. I'm like, bro. I mean hair doesn't
1: take that long to grow. It's like a month. He'll be fine.
0: He's gonna be walking down the street the next few days.
1: Dude, just sport it. It is what it is.
0: Is that that Victor in the back of this guy's dome? What what are we doing? Um but that (laughs) good for him. He's just a vibes guy. Like literally would do anything for ESPN, I guess. Like, we're gonna have you put another man's face (laughs) <laughs> Into the back of your hair. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Uh, First two, three picks went as we predicted, though. Brandon Miller to the Hornets. Scoot Henderson to Portland Trailblazers. So that's the other two big storylines. And then the last one, Grady Dick, man. Going to uh, the Toronto Raptors and wearing that red suit. What did we think of the red suit from Grady Dick? Ugly.
1: Yeah, it was, it was it was something gross, huh? It was, yeah.
0: I thought it was wild, bro. I don't, but
1: I don't think that was necessarily like his style. I don't
0: know. But it, like, was he trying to? Is he trying to take his? I don't, I did, I didn't even know. Like, he had my head in a freaking pretzel. It was, it was, it was just insane and everything. But I guess it works out. Goes to the Toronto Raptors. Uh, shouts out Drake. Says really excited to hang out with drake like buddy, who, says, who says who says drake's, drake's gonna want to hang out, out with you yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> Yep. Yeah. but that that's the other big storyline there are also some other things we got to get into uh there were some reaches and there were some steals and i think we're gonna go around each of us and give our biggest reach so we'll start with our reaches and then once everybody says their reach we'll go with another steal too And I know Chevy has some notes with this. So, Chevy, who was your biggest reach from this NBA draft?
1: I'd say Jet Howard. I kind of understand why Orlando went for him. Kind of-ish, not really. Because he Mm -hmm. he just knows basketball probably better than most players in this draft because of (laughs) who he is. But they needed three-point shooting, and they could have went with Grady Dick. So I was kind of
0: surprised there. 100%. Did end up taking Anthony Black at six, which was another head scratcher. But Anthony Black is a guy that could actually go in and and, and do a lot of big things there and be a dynamic scorer for him and add to that. What is that? Like four, or five? Are they four, or five guards deep now? That could really do anything.
1: Easily, yeah. Ha-
0: has to be right. You there. have Cole uh, Anthony,
1: Jalen Suggs, Anthony Black. Is, is
0: Isaac a forward, Jonathan Isaac, or is he? Yeah, so he's like uh, a three-four. yeah, kind of, sort of like that. So, um, those are two of Orlando's picks. I agree, kind of a um, interesting direction they went there with that. Um, but definitely a bust, uh, not bust, a reach. <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn, we will, we will get into that. Really yet.
1: Feel, so that Tell it, us how you
0: really feel, Seth. Tell us how you really feel. It was um, I, I apologize, Mister. What Howard. did Anthony
2: Black uh do do to you? He um,
0: didn't do shit. I wanted him to fall to the Jazz. Maybe that's what he did to me. But moving on, Anthony, do you have your biggest reach from this NBA draft?
2: I would say my biggest reach at the moment is Bailal uh, Koulibaly. Ooh, that's a good one to Seven. You know, he was a late riser, you know, on a lot of Thanks. draft boards. You know, he, his talent got discovered because he played with uh, Wemby. And of course, you know, this guy could be the future of the Wizards organization. You're not not trying to dismiss him at all, but he is so young as well. He turns, you know, this from ESPN, he turns 19 next month. He is young. Yeah. Um, And, you know, yes, he has an amazing upside, but also because of his age and how, you know, young he is and all that stuff, it could also be his downfall as well.
0: That's a good point. Um, He is young. He is probably, he probably has to be more uh, developed and, um, work on his craft a little bit more, but I actually kind of like it. I think all the hype's kind of been built up there um, with Kulabali. and it's it's just a swing for the fences, and I think with the upside and everything that they've seen, it can build him up and, and, and get moving there with him, but I do agree. It was kind of a, a stunner there where the Wizards swapped with the Pacers to get him, so. Koulibaly for Anthony. Now moving on to my reach, and the, does this have to be in the lottery? Do we have to pick a reach in the lottery? No. no. Okay, can I be? It's I, your reach. Not, I am not doing this just for shits and giggles and just, just to um, pester Anthony here a little bit. <laughs> oh, fuck. The Bulls traded up, and they got into that second round, got to pick 35, Take Julian Phillips there. I, I'm not a very good, big fan of him. He, he's a really big super athlete, has a lot of physical tools, but it's so much development. And I was expecting the Bulls to come out. And after all the stuff we talked about, Anthony, Anthony said, blow that shit up. Do something to make a move. You go and you get a very underwhelming pick here. I think he's got some potential, some up, upside. Played some really good uh, minutes down there at Tennessee was really the heart and soul for them um there for a while but ills underwhelming not the not the best shooter in the world in my opinion so that's going to be my guy my uh, reach right there is Julian Phillips Thoughts.
1: what do you think of that anthony
2: <laughs> Seth I was they, vibing they I did was something having a good day I told Chevy before we recorded for you and guy here I thought I lost my NCAA basketball 10 video game (laughs) and I found it behind some old video game cases. And I was so hyped. I was like, yes, I'm going to plug this into the Xbox right now and play it. And, you know, I was playing this morning. I was vibing. I was so happy. And then here you come along. Granted, I don't know much about Julian Phillips. (laughs) I saw some of his stats. He wasn't the greatest three point shooter, Tennessee. And that's what the bulls kind of need. Um, granted, we did hire the Mavs, or he was working with the Mavericks. We hired their three-point shooting coach, and apparently, he's pretty good at uh, developing three-point shots. So there is that right there. But I don't know what in the world my Bulls are going to do. Lonzo Ball. The news came out he's not playing next year. Um, That's the thing. Like they're not going in any sort. And
0: I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I'll rain on your parade right now. I, I apologize about your game and everything. <laughs> We're shitting on the Bulls right now. I, I they need to do something. They have to they do. make a splash and I I don't know. At least they did uh, something in this draft, I guess.
2: I, they barely did anything in this draft and I think I think the trade for Julian Phillips is still not even uh finalized. I think the Bulls and Wizards are still trying to work out some details. Really? I think they are last time I saw. But um you kind not have a mind Go ahead. Go okay. Well, our vice president Arturis uh Karniv- Voss, I think that's how you pronounce the last name. A lot of people call him AK. Um oh, yeah. said that, you know, the he you know, the organization is willing to go into luxury tax. I don't believe it for one second. Um, <laughs> especially yeah, it's a little frustrating as Bulls fan because uh literally uh Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner of the Bulls, gave the green light. For AK to do what he wants with the team, and they'll support him. Mm-hmm. And guess what he does? Nothing. So, Nothing you know, it's a little bit frustrating. We'll see what happens with free agency. But AK was like, "Oh, we'll get shooters in free. We'll we'll get good shooting players in free agency." And I'm like, "Will you though? Will you? Will you? Well, Will you?" So that's
0: you that's know. my big my big beef too is. You had the chance at Amari Bailey. You had the chance at Amani Bates. A lot of dudes. Yeah, a lot of. dudes. I'm not a
2: big fan on Bates, especially. Really interesting. Okay. You know, because in high school he was predicted to be the next Kevin Durant. He was actually predicted to be the number one overall pick in this draft. Um, technically, and then, you know, I'm just skeptical. You know, I'm very skeptical about him because then. He wasn't able to translate. Well, Memphis had the issue with True. law enforcement. I think actually two separate issues with law enforcement transferred to Eastern Michigan, which is close to home. I believe mm-hmm. for him, I'm really skeptical, Is skeptical of him. I do not like him whatsoever. So <laughs> um, but also here's the thing like about it it is- at all. I don't like him at all, but um, Washington drafted Phillips and then we traded for dra- Phillips draft. Right. So technically the bulls didn't draft Phillips whatsoever, you okay. know, but that's what the NBA these days is that teams contact each other. Hey, draft this player for me. And then we'll draft this guy at our spot and we'll trade players. That's what the mm-hmm. NBA does these days. It's very weird, but, sure. um, but yeah,
0: for sure. It's, I don't know. It, it's tough. Look there. Um, they really could have, Made a splash, done something to get that fan base roaring, but it didn't didn't really look that way. So those are our biggest reaches. Some others here saw some people saying they didn't like Derek Lively to to the Mavericks at twelve, thinking they should have fallen back a little bit. Think that's really the biggest biggest reaches right there. Now we'll move forward to the biggest steals here. In this draft and I'll start with this one I'm a big fan he kind of fell here I'm a big fan of Jalen Hood Shafino going to the Los Angeles Lakers I think he's a really rock solid guard that can do a lot of different things some people saying he could play that 3 and D type 3 and D type wing can create really really well and he can just add on to that LA Lakers team that's that's just huge So. Jalen hood I think adds a lot of talent there in L.A. Yeah, Anthony, you, ha- you had a lot of things on your Twitter coming up with this. Yeah. Did, did you find any answers to why Whitmarsh went so late?
2: Main thing I saw was just that his physicals apparently weren't the most impressive thing. Is it because he's
1: coming off of his injury or something?
2: I think it is, and I think there were some details that were dug up, and teams found it last second, and they decided to stay away from him because of that. Also, I heard like he just didn't impress people talking. He, had, he might just not have the best social skills, I don't know, <laughs> and just didn't impress teams in uh... interviews, you know, so... Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think a talent like his is a could, steal anywhere, but I, I could definitely see all of the above.
0: Couldn't strike up a conversation with him at all. <laughs> Poor
1: social skills.
0: Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that, though. Dude. Fex, he, first thing he says, I actually don't like Amoni Bates at all. Like, as a person, I think he's
2: not good. Flaming <laughs> people out here. <laughs> then I go to Cam Whitmore over here and you know core social you, skills. You just don't smoke,
0: aren't you? You're you're on smoke all today. I love it. Uh I like the Rockets taking a chance on this guy here. Um it, it might take him a while to get things going, but he's such a talent, dude. Like just freak athleticism, such a freaking talent. And I'm a little pissed off that the Jazz didn't take him. But...
1: Me too. I agree. But
0: the Jazz uh, either don't. Here or And we'll get oh, into the Jazz yeah. here, here, here in a little bit. Uh, Anthony, do you have your biggest uh, steal of the draft?
2: I would say my biggest steal, and I'm looking at the draft order right now. And this one's going to be a little bit surprising. I would say Keontae Johnson in the second round. Oh, um, yeah. I'd say so too. Guy, guy just balled out at Kansas state. And if we, you know, if you do remember this, he used to play for Florida and, mm-hmm. uh, before he had, was it a, he just cardiac, like, it was cardiac arrest. It's something it like, yeah. Yeah. It's something yeah.
1: inflamed or something like that. Yeah, it's called like athlete's he, heart
2: is what they said. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like I believe he had like cardiac arrest on the court when he played for Florida and that season he was like the preseason SEC player of the year, he was supposed to be a top 10 draft pick. Yeah. Then sat out a year at Florida, um rolled the dice. He had like a 5 million dollar insurance policy from the NCAA that he wow. could have t- that he could have took and just stopped playing college basketball, but he rolled the dice, got cleared by some doctors, transferred to Kansas State and just balled out at Kansas State, so I would say that you know he has the experience. I think he can be really good for the Thunder,
0: for sure. And that Kansas State team was so much fun to watch in that tournament. He was a big, big reason,
1: huge uh, part of it, huge.
0: Why? Why they did that? That in who was their other little teeny teeny
1: teeny Noel. Guy? Some, yeah. I forget his, some yeah. I forget his other first name. Something Noel, though.
0: Should boycott all NBA teams for not picking
2: Noel in this draft. He I was think picked he up, does though. Picked up. Yeah. Did he?
1: Yeah. He was picked up to some G League contract. I'm not sure which team, though.
2: Yeah. At
0: least he's getting a shot. I was gonna say sons of bitches didn't take him at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but those are the biggest steals. Uh, other big steals that some people have been talking about, Jordan Hawkins going at 14 to the Pelicans. People did think the Pelicans were going to go hard there, go shooting talent. Didn't really think Hawkins would go at high, but a lot of people were saying there's a lot of upside there. Chris Murray at the Trailblazers at 23. Big, powerful forward, and he's headed up there to help out Dame. And I think that's going to be a nasty, nasty combo if. Those two guys pad, pattern out with uh, with Dame up there, Scoot Henderson and and Chris Murray. So, oh yeah, those are the biggest steals of the NBA draft, and really the biggest storylines from from this draft. Uh, fun as always. Gotta love the NBA draft. Not as much action, but but some big things. Other NBA news that we'll move on. Uh, that really happened. Right before or right after. A bunch of different trades. And a bunch of different signings. From different teams in the league. And just to start here. The funniest one to me. Chris Paul. Traded from the Suns to the Wizards. Suns immediately ship him. To the Golden State Warriors. Where he's basically. You kind of want to think. That he's not going to go there. And be Steph Curry's backup. But basically feels like he's going to. Be the backup to him. It's 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 gonna be wild, and it's wild to me because do you guys remember? He does not like Steph, and he does not like the Warriors, one hundred percent at all, a bit in the past. We have the infamous fake laugh to Steve Kerr. Do you remember that?
1: Well, yeah, but they were rivals, the Clippers. Yeah, and yeah them. but then there's and other the stories coming out
0: that. Chris Paul doesn't like Curry. He's trash-talking him. They both go back and forth at each other. I think that's hilarious, but what are you, your guys' opinions here, Chris Paul, to the Warriors?
1: Um, I don't know how it's going to work out, really. I, I feel like he, maybe at this time he will come off the bench, but it's just however Chris Paul embraces his role there and what they actually want him to do.
0: Mm-hmm. And that might be interesting to see what he actually ends up Doing, uh, Anthony. The other part of this trade, Jordan Poole uh, has now been sent to the Washington Wizards. Does that mean Jordan Poole's the guy for Washington now, to you?
2: Um, no. I think Poole rode the coattails of Curry and Clay Ooh. Thompson. He's um, just,
1: he's firing today.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he just rode those coattails so much, but also. I think he shined due to playing with such a, you know, with three future Hall of Famers, Green, Thompson, and Curry, um, or potential Hall of Famers. All three might get in, or one or two may get in. But I think he rode the coattails of that success. You know, kind of look at uh, Andrew Wiggins when he got traded to Golden State within those first 20 games, he became a star once again just because, you know, Curry and Thompson knew what to do with Wiggins, you know? And you look at some other players that just have gone through that organization and now are on different teams, and they're doing okay, but they have huge contracts due to their time in Golden State and just shining in Golden State. So I think Poole's just going to... He would do good in Washington, but I think he's not going to do... Better what than what he did in Golden State. I think he's just gonna start falling a little bit in production.
0: He's gonna pattern out a little bit. I, I like it actually. Uh, he did have some we gotta give him some credit. He did have some games there during their finals run two years ago. I, I thought, oh, he might be a weapon, but he's definitely fallen off. Other guys going to Washington, Tyus Jones also going to go there probably going to be the point guard uh so Washington does have some people they don't have a lot of people they're slowly starting to rebuild some pieces here uh other big news Marcus Smart is headed to the Memphis Grizzlies and is this this is in a trade three team trade with the next guy we're going to talk about too right yes yes yeah i, I believe so Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies, and you have listed here Chevy. He's really going to help with the leadership and uh, with all the stuff that's been going on there with Ja. I completely uh, agree. I think he's just going to be hell of a scoring option uh, for the Grizzlies. I know he doesn't have the best jump shot and everything here, but I think he, he'll be a big pickup. Do you, you feel that same way then? Right?
1: Oh yeah, I, and he fits the Grizzlies mold of grit and grind, so he'll be he'll be one of their like. He's going to make their defense a lot better, and it was already one of the best in the league last year.
0: Mm, true. Very, very good point. And I, I kind of found this interesting. I'm not sure if you heard this, but there were a lot of people that were thinking Brogden was going to be the guy leaving the Celtics and on the trade block, but apparently...
1: The trade was uh, like declined or, yeah, or fell apart is because of his uh, yeah. elbow, but... They knew about that, so they shouldn't. I don't. I don't know.
0: But if you do, you feel like kind of bad if you're smart, like kind of thinking you're not the one on the chopping block, and then immediately after, you're you're the guy that's that's gone. I would.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Like, I know a lot of reports said he wanted to retire there and everything, and he's done a lot for Boston. Mm-hmm. And to me, it he's, doesn't he's... really make sense for him to go off that roster. Yeah. But yeah.
0: He's been really the heart and soul sometimes of that team, and it's tough. Uh, but Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies, and Anthony, I'm gonna let you just keep cooking. Do you think he can handle Jaw's uh, mentality and and fix
2: Jaw up and everything like that? <laughs> I, you know, when I first saw that trade and Marcus Smart head to Memphis, I'm like, oh boy, this is gonna be fun between Jaw and uh, Marcus for sure. He could Marcus Smart definitely has grown up a little bit from his days when he played at Oklahoma State. You know, he had the incident where he like punched a fan, but then it was found out the fan said something insensitive back to him. So Mm -hmm. then everyone sided with uh, Smart, which I you know at the time when that happened, I sided with Marcus Smart as well because I loved it. I loved him when he played college ball at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, he was like the man. Then, but I think he could help Jaw clean up his act, or he can make Jaw feel really uncomfortable because Smart also has that attitude sometimes. And either way, I think this can help Jaw, but it's either going to be, All right, Jaw, come here, let me take you under my wing, or it's going to be, Jaw, you need to clean your act up, or something's going to happen to you you know so yeah it's gonna be one of those two options is either hey clean up your act i can help you and we'll be we can become one of the best guard duos in the league or it's a oh you're not gonna clean up your act well i'm gonna beat you into shape you know so Mm -hmm. it's one of those options i agree i kind of do think it's gonna
0: be one of those beat you into shape uh type yeah uh, type relationships but that's what you need and if you're the grizzlies that's a very smart move to go and get a guy that can be that leader. That's that's what they're missing, 100%. So Marcus smart to the Grizzlies, and in return for smart, they picked up Pangus Pangus. Who the fuck is this guy himself? <laughs> Chris stops I've never heard
2: of Latavia uh, or what I, you
0: know. Kristaps, <laughs> poor. I'm calling him poor Zingod. I don't care. He's had some cold moments where he deserves that name. Kristaps Porzingis is is coming to the Boston Celtics. And Anthony, starting with you this time, what is the big advantage here? I I don't know. I'm not sure what hole they filled with Porzingis coming here. Don't get me wrong. He's he's a very good player, and I, I love him. But what hole does he fix in that Celtics lineup, in your opinion?
2: I really think, you know, I think Persing is overrated, to be personally honest. Um, this guy! He's on fire today. I, you know, he's he's going to fill, a, you know, he's definitely going to fill some role on that Celtics roster <laughs> for sure. But I feel like they were decent down low this past season with everyone yeah. they have. So it's really a questionable thing. But also, the Celtics must have wanted him because they had that first trade that was declined. And they rework another trade, and that was accepted. So Boston really wanted him for some reason. I don't know why, but he'll fix that roster a little bit. But it's not really, I think, the direction Boston needed to go. Because after his stints in New York and Dallas, I really don't think Perzingis has shown any value in Washington.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I think he's battled some injuries too. It's hard to
2: show value in Washington, bro. Like, yeah, very
0: true. It's hard. Very, very true. Chevy, do you feel like he fills a different hole or are you in the same boat? Like, what are we doing here in Boston?
1: Uh, I kind of think they're trying to get somebody to come in after Horford maybe. Not like on the bench, but to fill that void at like their 4-5 guy. But I'd be interested to see their lineup this year. Is it going to be something like uh, Brown, Tatum, Grant Williams, Porzingis, and Horford, or
0: uh, it's just gonna like be just a bigger, lot of bigger or a I, lot a like... of, lot of length, in my opinion. Like mm-hmm. too much length. There's a happy medium to length, but that's that uh, that's a lot. It's a good point though. Uh, just picturing that lineup, and I thought Marcus Smart fit in a very good piece, and everything was kind of kind of pretty solid, but they have to make moves and their fan base has been asking them to do stuff. And maybe this is what could get them over the edge. So those are the biggest moves outside of the NBA draft in the NBA. And that's going to really wrap up the NBA talk for today. I think, do we have any other notes that we want to add about the NBA?
2: Hmm.
1: I think that jazz did good. And jazz fans are overreacting. True.
0: To what That's... am I even thinking? We gotta go there. Get uh, what you you should have stopped me earlier. What 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 are we doing? Uh, the U- <laughs> Utah Jazz three picks in this NBA draft: Taylor Hendricks from uh, UCF, Bryce Sensabaugh from Ohio State, who I actually think is going to be huge, and then Keontae George from Baylor. You think you're you're happy with everything then, Chevy?
1: Yeah, I feel like they. Got some shot craters, which we needed, and then they helped fill, like, the weak side void because Laurie's not the best defender, and Hendricks shows a lot of promise on that end, so.
0: Yeah, it's a very, very good point, and you're, you're telling all the Utah fans to shut up, be happy with what you got, we did good, is that what you're trying to say?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of keyboard scouts.
0: <laughs> I'm, so, I'm going to be one of those guys <laughs> here really fast. Is there a part of you that wanted just to move up, though, and, and try oh, yeah. one of those guys? Yeah,
1: I just don't think... Well, obviously, there wasn't anything that Danny Ainge could get that he felt was mm-hmm. good. Sure. So, yeah, I it, think... It, it, not, like, overpay for one of those picks.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the big thing. It might have been a thing, like, outside of three didn't really feel like he had to give up the house and home to move up and, and try and get those guys. If no team was budging at all to the trade. So it's a good point, but there, I, I do have a part of me that I texted you right when it happened. I wanted a splash, wanted something big to go down, get, get a guy that we could really rally around, but he's putting all the puzzle pieces together and he's, he's trying to get this thing built uh, for us. So, We'll have faith in Danny. Faith, faith, faith. But yeah, Utah Jazz get three guys that um, really could could make a difference. Is there a guy that you're more excited about than, than others?
1: I'm interested to see how, honestly, uh, Hendrix does with us because I think he's going to be a big part of the team next year.
0: For sure. I feel like I
1: they'll start him off slow, but he'll work his way in. Pretty
0: quick, I think. Yeah. For sure. I, I like I told you, I think sensible is just a sniper um shooting down uh from the mid range and everywhere else. So I think that's gonna be huge. And it's three guys and this sounds so stupid, but I've seen so many dudes come through the jazz that don't look like they wanna be there. Three guys that like feel like they actually wanna be on this team and are excited to get things rolling. Did you see Keontae George's video? Um when he was talking about the draft and everything.
1: Yeah. It was pretty cool. He was like,
0: he's like I'm Keontae George with the Utah Jazz and he's like, Damn, that sounds good. I was like, Fuck yeah, dude. Someone that <laughs> wants to be in Utah for once in their life, damn. Uh, that was sick. And I I do I do think they made some good moves and we'll see how they pattern out here in Utah. So But that's gonna wrap up all the Basketball talk for today. Now we'll move into baseball to wrap things up today. Yes, we're doing baseball, folks. We never talked. I don't. Have we talked about baseball since this thing started?
1: I don't think no, we we've never, talked we... a soccer a little bit about baseball, softball, A's. and then we've talked about the A's.
0: Yeah. yeah. The biggest. I swear this shit was trended on Twitter for like hours yesterday. Yeah, it was the uh,
1: biggest story this weekend for sure.
0: Yeah. Biggest news in baseball, the Los Angeles Angels defeat the Colorado Rockies twenty five to one yesterday. Angels have a thirteen run third inning where they get out to a twenty four to nothing lead by the fourth inning crazy this tied their record from may 12th and is the second time they've recorded this feat absolutely absurd i've that's a football score i've never seen yeah team score that that many uh runs here and as you see they went back to back to back on three uh home runs on three straight pitches
2: yeah no it's crazy i you know I was minding my own business last night then also <laughs> on the ESPN app and I see it and like I thought I was on something like I thought I misread the scoreline May it was like 14 to nothing or whatever May like 14 to 8 and I relook yeah. at it again and I'm like no that reads 24 to nothing like <laughs> oh my gosh like
0: crazy
2: you know the, you know Denver the Denver Nuggets win a NBA championship and that means the Colorado Rockies have to suffer uh, suffer and yeah, the, the sports gods have no mercy uh, on men basically you know like 100%. someone has to suffer someone has to suffer here in the and Denver that, community
0: that's the thing Denver fans you can't have everything okay you can't have you nice can things cannot. no you, you cannot you've had too much shit this is why Russell Wilson has to suck. This is why the Rockies will never be a relevant franchise. <laughs> Shit. You had, yeah. had you've had too much in the They're past. in. Yeah, that's that's mine. Anthony's had this show. That, that's my little
2: The sports there. gods give it and the sport sports gods take it away. That's a, that's for, about it, you world. know.
0: And if you're the Rockies, I don't know if you paid any more attention to this this weekend. As I said, the back-to-back to back Trout hits a dinger. Brandon Drury hits a dinger. Matt Theis hits a dinger. All in the matter of three pitches uh, to get them out to their giant lead. That poor pitching staff this weekend has just taken a beating. I remember—I don't know if you've seen this video, but Shohei Otani hits a home run two days ago. Like literally in his batter's box. Like he takes a step out, like a big step in the bucket, and hits a dinger. And the Rockies pitcher that night before, you could see on his lips, he's like, "How the fuck do you even hit that?" You could see him mouth that out. It's like that's just story of this entire weekend, entire season for Rockies fans. But <laughs> I and thought it was also,
2: kind of you know, insult to injury. The Rockies perform a trade last night, trading Mike Mustakis to the Angels after the twenty-five to one massacre. Yeah, and all the memes. It's like you know. I saw one of like my live shot of Mike Mustakis running from like the outfield to the Angels dugout, and it's like <laughs> Forrest Gump running on the f- on the football field. It's just like <laughs> high knees, elbows in tight, just like you know.
0: Obviously. If anyone's who's
2: seen like Forrest Gump and knows how like Tom Hanks ran in that movie, that was basically it. Like that was you know
0: greatest movie on like you know.
2: Yeah, and, like, imagine Musakis walking into the Angels visiting uh, Clubhouse mm-hmm. today, right? Exactly. Oh, hey, everyone. Oh, hey. You know, like, you know. How'd you like that ass whooping? Yeah, exactly. How'd how you like that ass whooping last night? You know, like, literally, like, I just, that has to be the most awkward feeling <laughs> as a player in the whole entire world. Because, you know, you make it traded, to another team that you lost to two weeks ago. Alright, yeah. that's no big deal, <laughs> right? But 25 to 1. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Like, that has to be... <laughs> it's it's incredible. Yeah.
0: Absolutely just nuts. They are getting back at them today, Chevy, though. You you were saying earlier, um, they did win today, so there they go. Oh, they, they did they end up the, okay. the Rockies won. The Rockies won 4-3, so there, there we go. <laughs> Yep, crazy, absolutely nuts. The Angels somehow, but again, back in moving, had all this talent for some years, and now they're contending for a wild card spot. So,
2: pretty cool. Just they're going to end up wasting another year of Otani and Trout, so it's not even going to matter.
0: People think Otani's done this year, is, is the thing. So, that's like, he, he's getting traded. But
2: I've people, talked to some of my friends who are Angels fans, they would rather prefer... Uh, yeah, him, him getting traded. Yeah, they yeah. would rather for him getting traded just so they don't have to deal with another big contract because they already have uh Rendon and uh Trout under the mm. books for like a huge amount of money.
0: For sure, crazy, absolutely crazy. Chevy, do you have a do you have, uh, have a baseball team at all? Do you follow You've been following baseball a little bit here and there.
1: No, not really.
0: That's um, you know what I'm saying. If you, you want to get into it, we we'd put a random team generator. And whatever it lands on, that's who you follow from here on out. How about that?
1: Dude, if it gives me the A's, I'm never watching baseball again.
0: <laughs> it gives you the White Sox, you should never watch baseball again. <laughs> all right, oh, I'm going uh, to let, – let's do this right se- now.
2: Let's do this right now, actually.
0: <laughs> that's a good segue. Just all because right. you've, been, you've been cooking all day today, how, how do you feel about the White Sox, Anthony? 34 and 45.
2: Oof. Not the best. Not the best. Oof. Not the best. But, okay. It's kind of tough. Chevy, I just did a M- random MLB team generator. You, It says you should be a Diamondbacks fan.
0: Ooh. Arizona? I can, I can get yeah.
1: behind that a little bit. I know a little okay. a little bit about the Diamondbacks.
0: There you go. They're 46 and 32. They're first place right now. Yeah. There you like, go. That's
2: actually a good team to actually like... I'm a Bax fan. Yeah. You accept?
1: Uh, no sh- okay, sure. I'm not, I'm not sure how I'm much not, I'm going to be able not be I'm able to watch- be watching it.
0: I'm not watching baseball. Boring <laughs> shit. <he
1: says. laughs> I mean, Fine. it is, though. <laughs> like
0: You just need to sit down and watch.
1: Every game I watch is like 1-0. It's not like the Angels game last night.
0: We were just watching this, oh, this yeah, game I'm, we're gonna talk here in a little bit.
1: Well yeah, I'm saying just like in general for MLB.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's fair. They play a lot of games. You'll you'll love it. We'll get you to love it here. Chevy's gonna be a baseball fan. Mark mm. Robert. Uh <laughs> you you could be a Diamondbacks fan. Or or not. You you, you choose there. We won't force you. Um that's the biggest MLB news here today. Last story, College World Series is going down to SEC teams because SEC rules all of college sports for some stupid-ass reason. Uh, but LSU is up one to nothing on the Florida Gators in a three-game series. Wait,
1: hold and on. What's the actual score now, though?
2: 13-3 oh, saying... in the bottom yeah. of the sixth. Florida.
0: Oh you mean yeah, the series?
1: In, okay, yeah. One, in the series.
0: series. That's my bad. Their boy their boy Tommy Tanks be hitting dangers all over the park. Had three in the past three games. But Florida has jumped out in game two while well, we're watching it and recording right now. They're up thirteen to three. Ty Evans has hit two just mammoth long balls uh, out of the park here.
2: And Florida looks like at a grand slam. Uh, yeah, a grand slam. hit the foul pole basically. Went mm-hmm. doink
0: off the foul pole. Are you guys still watching this game?
2: I'm watching it throughout right now.
0: There's a dude. There's a ball boy that's legit wearing a yes like a legit magician's hat. That's legit running out and getting the ball every time.
2: Yes. Yeah,
0: it's almost like power move wearing a magician's hat. I, so, I just
2: saw that and I I, I, I thought I was a random fan for a second uh, running on trying to get a foul ball. And I'm like, that's not worth it, my guy. But it's then just, he tossed it back in the crowd and I was like, OK, it's a ball boy. That's swag, I guess. I guess he has um, swag,
0: I guess. <laughs> but they are okay. up 13 to 13 to three going into the top of the seventh as they just strike at the side here.
2: Who LSU? was that LSU guy? He looks like a midget. Oh my gosh! What guy are you talking about? <laughs> the guy that just struck out for LSU. Who? Oh, what's Dugas? his height?
0: Braden Dugas.
2: Yeah, he looked like a midget with his batting stance.
0: Watch him be taller than you. This is the tough thing. I always call people short. I, I there's been times I'll be like, "Oh, Mike McDaniels, this squirrely little fuck," and he's five nine. I guess that's tall I am? Five nine. So be careful.
2: Let's see here. What is his height? Oh, he's listed at 5'10". I'm taller than see? him. See? So. <laughs> Looks like a midget,
0: this guy says. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're getting off track, though. College World Series, uh, Florida up 13-3. Looking to push to a game three tomorrow for the national championship. Had some crazy games here, so make sure you tune in. That's our last baseball uh, story for the day, and that's really the last thing for today. NFL is dry. Why is the NFL so dry, boys?
2: It's a desert.
1: It's Out the off season. Off season now. Yeah. Everything's yeah, happened. Just They're just kind of loading up for OTAs or uh, training camp.
2: Yeah.
0: Ooh, so there's a story, but I don't know if we want to talk about it. We're gonna stay away from that story. Uh, Is
1: it some with Antonio Brown?
0: No, it's some with another good receiver named Tyreek Hill.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, we'll stay away. Uh, from that. Um, do we have any more stories we want to talk about? Any any big news? Um, we're chilling.
2: Nothing. Yeah, I don't think we're really we're, anything we're we're else.
0: chilling. Okay, X fair.
2: Already well, well, I actually I have a little theory here, and theory? it's I around like Scoot Henderson. So Ooh. I think Henderson's secretly trying to run Dame out of town. Like, <laughs> I, I, oh my god! I, I I have the sneaking suspicion, like Scoot picked double zero. Well, he was uh, zero.
1: He was already zero. That was his number before, so he had to go double zero.
2: I have a sneaking suspicion because he chose that he's trying to run Dame out of town. Like how weird is that gonna be. You have Lizard Lillard, Lillard who's zero. Lizard. And then you have yeah, yeah, Lillard who's zero, and then you got Henderson who's double zero on the court at the same time. That's gonna be weird. I a Little Yeah, I feel you a little little takeover
0: action. Trying to dethrone yeah. the king over there. Yeah. Okay. I I don't hate it.
1: To each his own. I don't know. I just think he picked a his number with another one, just repeating his number, basically.
0: Um, because he wore you zero, know, you out know, of- you know whose number is zero, Chevy.
1: Yeah, and he he, re- he said, "Well, obviously, I looked at the roster, so I kind of pick zero. That's exactly what he said. And he's yeah. like, "Yeah."
0: I don't know. Maybe he's got some some truth into what he's saying. Might have it. <laughs> But we we will see. Maybe maybe Scoots out, out to get him. Uh.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I if I'm the the Blazers. I trade Lillard anyways and just go fresh. Yeah, I would. Okay. Look at the players they have now. I'd just go with them.
0: But what if those players kind of form a team that's just unstoppable? What? Dame's maybe Dame's at peace. and they're all just unstoppable now.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so, Maybe. though. Maybe. <laughs> I think Dane's very stoppable based on how many games he's played the last few seasons.
0: Is that injuries, though, or is that...
1: Yeah. Or shutting them down because they're that bad. Same thing.
0: Fair. Very fair. He has been playing with Nick Batum for a while, though. But... <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll give him give him uh, a little more credit, uh but that's a very sensible take, I think. I think Maybe we'll see. Um, if there's nothing else, I think that's going to wrap up our show for today. I think, boys, we should get back into a little more segments and everything. Because, ladies and gents, we, we have not had a lot of sports news for you to break. We haven't. Don't you feel that way? Yeah, for I mean, it's sure. I Oh, yeah. so, so dry. So maybe we'll get into a couple segments here or there. We've been trying to do like a like a snake draft. Ooh, maybe, maybe we, we find one of those. I don't know. We'll get creative here um, in these dog days of the summer sports season. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, stay tuned for more, and see you later. Peace.